Hi, and welcome back to the Sports Ball Podcast, Episode 2. I'm Marcus. And I'm Brendan. Today we'll be discussing the topics of spring training. We have a pre-spring training power ranking that we would like to bring you. So, to start, we have our bottom five teams. We have the Detroit Tigers at 30, the Kansas City Royals at 29, the Miami Marlins at 28, the Chicago White Sox at 27, and the Baltimore Orioles at 26. Brendan, what are your thoughts on these teams? I agree with definitely like the Marlins being the bottom and the Tigers and being in the bottom. But for the Orioles, I feel like they could trade away Manny Machado to get some value because I haven't heard much of them being able to, being able to re-sign Manny Machado in the offseason. I hear a lot about he's going to go to a different team. So I think they could at least maybe trade him because they're not going to be good. So if they could at least trade him and get some value out of him. I agree. I think if the Orioles make the right trades, they might be good eventually, but they just have Maybe. to figure out that they need pitchers. It's just it's too obvious at this point. They've missed so many yeah. playoffs because of their lack yep. of pitching. I think maybe they kind of, they kind of have to be like the Marlins and just start tanking again because their superstar is going to leave them and they probably should just trade him away because he's yeah. probably going to leave them in the offseason anyway. They should just sell the shop, accept they're going to be bad for a while, and come back at it. So we have a couple teams that are on the rise again. We have the Tigers, who are in the process of rebuilding. We have the White Sox, who are about two years away from all their prospects being up. What are your thoughts on these teams in the near future? I mean, I think the Marlins, they got some good prospects, and they could be better. They're like in a few, like maybe a couple more years. But the Whites, for the White Sox, I feel like... I've heard that they got like a lot of good prospects and stuff, and I don't really know a lot of the of these prospects except for like two of them that were traded from the Nationals. But I feel like they could be a good team in like a few years. All right. So next up, we have the extreme long shots for the playoffs. We have at twenty five the Padres, twenty four the Braves, twenty three the Reds, twenty two the Pirates, and twenty one the Phillies. What are your thoughts on these teams? Well, I think the Padres might be a little higher, or they might, like, in the, during the season, they might go a little higher because of, well, they got, did sign a free agent first baseman, which is, you know, which they signed Eric Hosmer to a pretty long-term deal, so they could be better. They might be better now. And then you also have teams such as the Braves and the Reds who are currently developing a good young core, but... They're still missing serious pieces in the young core. For example, the Reds, they don't have much of a rotation. Or the Phillies are suffering from a pretty similar fate, and they just need to fill out their lineup a bit more. Yeah. I mean, the Reds might get... Do they They do have... Wait, do they have Hunter Green? I believe so. Yes, they have Hunter Green, and so he may come up in a couple of years. Yeah. And the Braves, I know they do have Ronald Acuna, Yeah, so they have Ronald Acuna, and like I know he's a pretty good prospect. That like one of the top three that might will probably do good this year. So it might be good next year or two in two years. So next up, we have the teams that are just they're the long shots. They some of them could make it, but they probably won't. We have at number twenty the Rays, which is a far fall from their excellence in the first half of last year. Then we have the Rangers with their severe lack of pitching, the Athletics, who are the Athletics, the Toronto Blue Jays, who are are at the end of a dynasty, and the New York Mets, who will always 
They seem to always be playing second fiddle to the Yankees. Thoughts on these teams? Well, some of the Mets, the Mets will probably ne- won't get first in their division this year with the Nationals, I believe. Yeah. Like always, or taking first for the last couple of years. And I believe the A's might come up soon, but the Blue Jays are going to be, I think they're only going to get worse with their aging players. The good players used to be good, but now they're getting older. And yeah. so. The Blue Jays are experiencing. The calm right now is, you might call it, of, yeah, they, they're they hanging around kind of near 500, but they're going to fall far with Marcus Stroman being their only real asset before they come back up again. And Josh Donaldson. Josh Donaldson will leave. be gone after 2018, yep. most likely. So, Do you have any thoughts on these teams? You know, they're good. The Rangers, they've made a ton of moves to sign pitchers. Tim Lincecum, Cole Hamels. They have these guys, but they're just old and long shots to be successful. Do you disagree? Nope, I agree. So, next up, we have the potential wildcard teams with two of these teams. Actually, one of them being a wildcard and one of them coming rather close. So, we have at number 15, the Mariners, who are perpetually stuck in almost being the wildcard team. And you have the Twins, the Giants, the Colorado Rockies, who were a wild card team last year, and the Milwaukee Brewers, who have had quite a busy offseason. If I had to give thoughts on these teams, the Twins and the Rockies were two teams that competed in the wild card game. Both of them lost it, but they are very good teams. If you ask me, I think the Brewers have a half decent shot if they can get another pitcher of beating the Cubs, even though they are ranked rather highly by most people because they just have a lot of good young talent. Do you have thoughts on these teams? I mean, I think the Brewers, they do definitely seem like a good team with getting, signing two outfitters, and they could improve, but they could improve their pitching. And the Twins, they made the wild card last year, and I think they could make it again, but I'm not sure if they're going to, they're probably not going to win that, but they could make it. And as for the Rockies... I think the Rockies are are going to make it with Nolan Arenado leading them, and they're probably going to make the wild card, and they couldn't win it. Yeah, so I think they have a good chance of winning it. I agree. I think that the Mariners—they're just—they're always—they're perpetually missing that one piece. They're getting old. Yeah. Nelson Cruz is thirty-seven, Cano is thirty-five, and Hernandez is throwing twenty-five hundred innings. I mean, they are in older team that needs to be getting younger. Do you think they're able they're going to be able to trade any of these assets for young young talent? Maybe I don't know if other people don't want those old players, but I think they were like kinda of like around five hundred and they just like can't seem to be to do better. Yeah, they can't they since Ichiro stopped yeah. being the extremely talented player that he was, they just haven't been the same team. So now we are at our top 10, and coming in at the 10 spot, we have the Boston Red Sox, which a lot of you might be thinking, wait, 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 didn't they win the AL East last year? Shouldn't they at least be top six? Here's why we don't believe in them, Brendan. Well, like they did, well, so now the Yankees are the favorite to win the AL East with acquiring Giancarlo Stanton. So the Red Red Sox, they did sign... Who was it? Uh, J.D. Martinez. 
but they do, and they do have Chris Sale, great, and they do have Andrew Benatendi, some young players. They do have a fairly young team, but I don't see them winning the AL East, and they could do better than we have projected them here, but there's a chance that they don't too. So it's kind of unpredictable. Yeah, I personally think that I was never really much of a believer in their young core. I mean, Xander Bogarts, I think he should be doing better, but I think he's at most a 270-20 home run guy. I think Mookie Betts, this is, you know, add 20 average points, and that's a pretty accurate production from him. They're just a team without anyone who... Who stands out? Martinez might be good for a year, but he's old. He's frail. He breaks a lot. So I'm willing to bet that he'll be injured for at least some point in the year, and I think that'll just make him fall off the table. So at nine, we have the Cardinals. This team had a losing record, I believe, last year, and they have been busy since then. They Their most important Marcelo signing has been Marcelo Zuna, which has added some power to a trade. Good catch. Trade has been Marcelo Zuna, which has added power to an otherwise powerless patient. So now what they have is they have in a stellar outfield of one of the of one of the best players, Tommy Pham, Dexter Fowler, and Marcelo Zuna. Do you think they can be stopped? I mean they do have they do definitely have a good team. I see them being, being like top ten right now, but I, I'm not sure if they're like top five elite right now. Yeah, I would agree. I think the Cardinals they're they have a lot of very good young pitching prospects that will be up this year. But you know the old saying, never bet on a pitching prospect. So next up, we have a team that made quite a splash early on in this off season. We have the Angels. I personally think they have a great three-year plan, but let's see what Brendan thinks. Well, I do know they have that the one their shortstop. Or no, the shortstop. Uh, uh, Zach Kozark. No, nah, I know. I think it's like someone else, but I know he won like a uh, Gold Glover like it's for Zach defense. Kozark. It's Zach Kozark. Okay, well, so I know the shortstop ones um, like the Gold Glover, so he's pretty good. And of course, they have Trout, who he was injured last year for like most of the season, but so this year. He's like always. He's like if not the he's one. He's the best if not or he's the best in the MLB right now. I think you could yeah, say. Yeah, I agree. But let's address the elephant in the room. Yeah. The first real player since Babe Ruth that could both pitch and hit to a great degree. We have Shohei Otani. I think he puts this team over the top. He provides the pitching help that they've been needing, and now all they need is to make a trade for some extra bullpen help, and I think this team could go on to be a, to make a serious bid, if not for the wild card, but for potentially one of the leagues. So I think Shohei Otani will be really good. But I don't know if he'll just be like the elite pitcher. I think I know I think he'll be a good pitcher and a great hitter, but I'm not sure if he's going to be an elite pitcher this year. I agree, but I think just I think he can put a 3.10 ERA up and hit 2.75. If you're getting mm. that production from two sides of the ball, that's just yeah. invaluable. So, next up we have the NL wild card from last year, the Diamondbacks. They are an extremely good team, but they lost their best player from last year, J.D. Martinez. Thoughts? Well, I mean, they kind of got rid of him. I understand why, and he is kind of old. But so, I feel like they might not be seven. I feel like maybe I would put them a little lower. But they could be good with, with their leading pitcher, Zach Granique, and 
recently acquired Steven Souza Jr. Yeah. I think just with the acquisition of Steven Souza Jr., this might be one of their final two years to go for it. Zach Greinke is not getting any younger. So I think it is a definite possibility that this team could go on to the championship series and maybe even the World Series. So our final team and our wild card likelies. I take that back. There are none. So now we are moving on to our big six teams. You can make a case for any of these teams to be the team that wins. The first, the team we'll start with was the team with the second best record yet last year and the best in the AL, the Cleveland Indians. We believe they've fallen because they've lost some of the stabilizers. Their rotate, The mid-range ability of their rotation has taken hit and the consistency of their offense has. What are your thoughts? I mean, I don't know a lot about the Indians players, but from what I do know, they did lose in the NL or AL, my bad, ALDS. Yes, to the New York Yankees Yankees. in a massive upset. Yep. So I believe they could be, they should be still good with Corey Kluber and their on their offense and their fielding. They still are one of the best teams. I'm not sure if I see them. I feel like they might. They have a chance at winning it, but not very likely. Yeah, so our number five seed goes to the Chicago Cubs, a team that in every way should be amazing, but a lot of their players underperformed last year. They started to pick it back up towards the end of the year, but you can't ignore that second half and the fact that it looks like right now they're running with a four-man rotation. What are your thoughts? Well, I think that, of course, you have Anthony Rizzo and Chris Bryant, and they're really good players, but their outfield is... Kind of, it was kind of disappointing last year. I feel yeah. like it may be better this year, but it also may not be. So that might be one of the problems. And they they um lost. They're probably gonna lose Jake Arrieta, but they got you you Darvish, who is good was good last year for the in the regular season for the Dodgers, but then he wasn't that good in the world. He wasn't good in the World Series. So, yeah. and just to put a word in on you Darvish's half. I do believe that it was because there was an issue with the balls that made throwing sliders next to impossible. You saw Kershaw suffer from it. Everyone who threw a slider suffered. So I just think the Cubs, they kind of need, I feel like they need to abandon Schwarber. He hurts their defense Mm -hmm. just too much. And they just need to figure out that final spot in their rotation and hope that Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo break the slump. Mm Mm-hmm. So now we have the teams that I consider to be the absolute best, the epitome, the super teams. We have a team where this might be their last year to compete because their star player might be leaving, the Nationals. The Nationals, they have one of the best, if not the best, starting rotation in the game, headed by Max Scherzer and Steven Strasburg. This team is insane. They hit, they can pitch, the only thing they're missing is a solid ace in the bullpen, but they have everything else. So let's look at what they have. They have Anthony Rendon, who is an amazing just player. He does everything. Bryce Harper. They just have so much. What are your thoughts on this team? So I believe they do they do have one of the best rotations and maybe like if not like maybe one of the debatable one of the best or like second best outfields with Bryce Harper, Adam Eaton, Adam Eaton coming back from his injury where he was really good on the White Sox. So that should, that should improve their outfield. And they still have Victor Robles that is still in the minor leagues maybe this year. 
he might come up for a few games. But they do have like Brian Goodwin, I believe, and another person that like they have a pretty good outfield. But so it, I feel like if Bryce Harper leaves, it won't be like it might be. It would hurt them definitely like a lot, but maybe not as worse as people might think with other people in the outfield stepping up. But I feel like if they make it to the AL, to the NLCS or if they make it to the World Series this year, Bryce Harper returning could be a very real possibility for them. Yeah. I believe that this team is about as close of a team that in the way that the Astros function where you have a threat from everywhere. There's no spot in the rotation in the rotation, in the order and the rotation that isn't a threat. For example, you look at our middle infield with the Nationals. You have Daniel Murphy, who is one of the best, if not the best, second baseman behind Jose Altuve. And you have Trey Turner, who in the about 180 games he's played so far, has posted Herculean stats. So moving on, we have the Los Angeles Dodgers. They lost the World Series in a Game 7 last year. This team is great. They have the best pitcher in the game, Clayton Kershaw. They have an amazing rotation. They have a great young offense, and they have one of the best, probably the second-best bullpen in the game. What are your thoughts on this team? Well, I do believe that they have like one of the best closers, Kelly Jansen. Kenley Jansen, Kenley yeah. Jansen, yeah. And they do have... like. Pretty young people on the offensive side, too. But they also have some old people like Yasiel Puig. Yasiel Puig is not old. He's 28. Oh. Well, he's getting kind of old, but not for baseball stands, or kind of baseball stands. But so they do have a fairly young team. And I'm not sure who their catcher is. Who's their, do you know who their catcher is? Their catcher is Yasmani Grandal. He is uh, yeah. one of the better offensive producing catchers, although his numbers aren't stellar if he were playing on the yeah. other so I think they could, they do have a, they do definitely have a chance to. I think maybe almost a guarantee to make it to the NLCS, if not like the World Series. But then, yeah. I think that this team is simple. If Rich Hill comes, shows up, and performs, this team go, can go back to the World Series pretty easily. If he doesn't, they're gonna have to look for some answers. So now we are on to our final two teams. If you've been paying close attention, you'll realize they're both AL teams. And one of them has been very active this offseason, specifically in one big move. The New York Yankees. Their acquisition of Giancarlo Stanton rocked the foundations. Before this, I might have put them at six, seven. You know, they were definitely in contention for the AL East, but I didn't think they could match with the Astros, Dodgers, Nationals, Cubs, and Indians have. But with this trade for Stanton and with Glaber Torres coming back, with Miguel Andujar, Brandon Drury, all of these guys, Luis Severino being so good, this team could very well go on to win it and create another baby boomer dynasty that could last for a decade. So I... Agree with you, Marcus. And they do have a really good, maybe the best, if like first best, I think, if not the Nationals. So they have a really good outfield too with acquiring Virginia Carl Stanton. And I definitely feel like there are maybe some questions at second and third, but they definitely have players capable of filling that role. I think it's just like a question of who to put there. Yeah. And they do have a really good rotation. And like one of the, I think, the if not the best, one of the best. Um, relieve it or bullpen. Yeah, they have 
in my opinion, far and away the best bullpen in the game. So if they make the playoffs, they are a team to be to be reckoned with. But then you have well, and also with the Yankees, they do have like the six best or one of like the top ten best farm systems right now, even sitting in the top five of the power rankings. They're sitting in the top three, but they have three keys that need to happen. They need Brandon Drury and Glaber Torres to come up and perform. They need Greg Bird to perform. He's young. He played about half a season last year, but he looked awful. But in the playoffs, he started to hit some key home runs, which is a sign of improvement. And then you need, you just need the rest of the team to rally around guys like Didi Gregorius... Aaron Hicks that can get on base, Brett Gardner I believe get on base and let Gary Sanchez, who in my opinion is the best offensive catcher in the game, Stanton, Judge, Bird, Andujar maybe, just all this power in their lineup do their thing. Yep, I agree. And now at number one, we have the reigning World Series champions, the Houston Astros. This team is insane, and I don't think we've ever seen a team quite like it. Yes, they have an amazing rotation. Yes, they have a pretty good bullpen. But let's focus on their batting order. It is, in my opinion, probably the first team like this where there isn't a spot where they're weak. Their nine-hitter is better than some team's three-hitter. This team is absurd. They will constantly have the pressure on the opposing pitcher between their stellar second baseman, Jose Altuve, their ridiculously powerful shortstop, Carlos Correa. Just the pure talent on that team and athleticism from George Springer to Carlos Correa to Dallas Keuchel is why we put them at our number one slot. Yep, I totally agree with you. You know, their outfield is good, their infield is good, even their catcher is good. Is good. So, and their pitching staff is great with the addition of Justin Verlander late in the season. I think that definitely helped them win the World Series. I completely agree. I don't think there's any way that you can call really most any team better than the Astros. I've seen arguments for the Yankees, and if everything breaks right, then I would agree. But right now, in the preseason, we have the Astros. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sports Ball Talks. Signing off.